1: Elon, I did it early. Got a couple more minutes. Two minutes. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Yvonne's brother Michael. Good morning, it's sunshine. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Monday. Hey,
0: hey, God bless everyone on the call.
2: Good morning beauty family we're just waiting for the tc at the jump on and host this morning Good morning, happy
1: Monday, Sister
2: Tracy. Good
1: morning. Good
3: morning. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Sister Tracy.
3: Good
2: morning. He's waiting for Latissa. She doesn't greet in a minute. I'll just step in, honey. We gotta work while it's day, 'cause when night comes, no man can work it. That's
1: right. Good morning. You sound so chip and beautiful on this Monday morning.
2: Well, thank you, thank you. Probably three hours of
4: sleep too, but hey, it is what it is.
2: Happy Monday, Shell. It's Dee Dee Blessings on this wet day. It's wet here in the Bay Area, but we needed the rain. Yes, refreshing. Good morning, sis. Good morning, it's
1: Susie.
2: Good morning, Susie. Good morning, morning, Michelle. It's Diane. Good morning, Ms. Diane. Good morning, Susie. Is there any way I could put a prayer request out there? Sure, honey. Let me grab a pen real quick. Thank, Thank you so much. Okay, let's Okay, I'm um, asking for prayer for my son, John Grimes, G-R-I-M-E-S. He's in the hospital. Uh, he's having heart problems. So if you could please keep it lifted up for me and uh, pray for him.
1: Okay, will do, Susie.
2: Thank you so much. You're welcome. Be encouraged, Susie. Yeah, I know is a healer.
1: Yes, he is.
2: Yes, yes. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Yolanda. Good morning, Yolanda.
1: Good morning. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you.
2: Happy Monday. Good morning, Krishonda. God bless you as well. Good morning. Who else was that that wanted to say good morning?
1: Good morning. This is Cynthia.
2: Good morning, sis. Happy Monday.
1: Good morning. Happy Monday to you, too. Good morning. This is Catherine.
4: Good morning.
2: (laughs) Good morning, Catherine.
4: Good morning, it's kindness. Have a blessed day, beautiful.
2: Thanks. Love you, family. Happy Monday, Kim. Happy Monday. You got a smile in
0: your voice. Good
2: morning. Oh, Thank you family. <laughs> yes, you. Yes, God be the
1: glory. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so you know, really. Me... Okay. so up the script. Has
2: anyone on the call would like to say good morning?
4: Good morning.
2: Hello? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Beth. Come on, my is Beth. I have a prayer request. All right. Uh, Mary Traylor. She had a stroke in the hospital. Can we just pray for her? I'm sorry. What's the name? Mary Trailer. Spell the last name for me. T-R-A-N? T-R-A-Y-L-O-R. Oh, Taylor. Oh. Trailer. Trailer. T R A Y L O R. All right. Thank you. You are welcome.
4: Good morning, Declare Victory. God bless you all this morning.
2: Good morning, Brother Jeff.
4: I have a prayer, prayer request as well. Uh, I got a couple family members, uh, Joy and Vivian, and uh want to ask the Lord to cover them while they travel this in, in this wet weather. They're going to be driving quite a distance. And just asking for uh, driving grace and mercy this morning for joy and vivian.
2: Okay, got you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we get started? Good morning. It's glorious. Good morning, Shell. Good morning, DB family. Good so morning, Gloria. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you too. Um can I add to the prayer request my daughter Shay? Um they she she had to go to the emergency room this morning. She's there now. She has uh she's been having this like severe headache for about 3 days and there's a knot on the back of her her head. So, okay. asking for prayer for her and thanking Jehovah Rafa
0: for him writing
1: and healing and delivery all right all right is there anyone else
2: that would like to say good morning before we get the hosting started all right let's go ahead and move forward I ask that you mute your phone so that we can proceed with the call. Good morning, my name is Rochelle and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at six AM Pacific Standard Time, eight AM Central Standard Time, nine AM Central Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of March, where our monthly theme is entitled Radical Relationships. All our declarations will focus on the importance of having radical relationships, considering the will and plan of God, which allows us to walk and live with purpose. There are two announcements today. First, please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters for Married Couples or Married Hopefuls. You can call in to the same number tonight at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 Pacific Central Standard Time, 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. You will be happy that you did. Secondly, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth along with prayer during the week and during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. The first is declarevictory.org. The second is paypal.me forward slash victory or cash up dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father, to be returned to you for giving and trusting in him. Excuse me. Um, Let me check that out really quick. There are no prayer requests uh, submitted by the app. So there are some spoken prayer requests. The first one is from Susie. We want to pray for her son, John Grimes, who has heart problems, um, praying for his healing, Uh, Yvette would like for us to pray for mary trailer she had a stroke we're praying for healing brother jeff would like us to pray for joy and vivian for traveling mercies and grace and gloria would like for us to lift up her daughter shay she's been having severe headaches so we're praying for healing and deliverance the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by christina joy The declaration will be brought to you by Tanya. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I'll repeat. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Christina Joy. The declaration will be brought to you by Tanya. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is Ephesians 6 and 11. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against the strategies of the devil. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I ask that you take a look at your phones and place them on mute as uh, I will pass the call to the prayer warrior. Christina Joy, it's in your hands.
3: Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Mm, thank you thank you god hallelujah father in the name of jesus mm, to lead your people in prayer and corporate praise boldly before your throne we thank you that you are the author and the finisher of our faith and we appeal to the god that said in second chronicle 7 13 through 16 that if I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locust to devour the land, or if I send pestilence amongst my people, if my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves in pray and seek my faith. Then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. And now mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attending to this prayer, which is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and mine eyes and mine heart shall be perpetually there. Therefore we decree and declare that this place, this hair of victory is sanctified and everywhere. Anybody is on the call, that place is sanctified. We thank you that we're two or three are gathered in your name. You are in the midst, so we usher your presence in right now. And we come into agreement with your will this morning, for we know that your words say that you know the plan that you have for us plans to prosper us, to not have any harm, to give us a future and a hope. And that if we call upon you, if we come and we pray to you, you will hear us. And when we search for you, you will let us find you. And if we seek you with all of our hearts, there you will let us find you. So we ask that the course of heaven be seated according to Daniel 7 and 10. As we come in one accord, presenting our prayers to your throne of grace, let them have a sweet-smelling aroma. God, Because they're covered in the blood of Jesus. For it is through him that we have redemption. It's through him that we have forgiveness of our trespasses. It is because of the riches of his grace in Christ that we have obtained the inheritance. But we know that we are no longer in this realm, but we are in the Zion realm, where victory is released, God. So we are with the festival gatherings and the myriads of angels, God. We know that our names are written in the church of heaven as members. We are legally registered as citizens and as your children. So we come before you covering ourselves in the blood. For it is the blood of Jesus that cries out forgiveness. It is Jesus that is our high priest who sympathizes with us. It is Jesus our advocate, who is our mediator between you and us. I lift up to you, Jehovah Rapha. We call upon you for healing. For Mary trailer, we ask that you loose, God, your healing anointing and your miracle anointing right now from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, God, that you be with every doctor, every nurse in the hospital. And we come against any attacks of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus against her life. We come against the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus and that you give her power, you give her love, Right now, you even give her a sound mind that you allow everything that is not, that the Bible is saying is not working properly in her body because of the stroke that you would heal it right now and that the blood of Jesus would flow through her, giving healing to every organ, giving healing to every atom and every cell in her body. I call upon you for John ground His heart died. I heard the cries of Susie know that healing is the children's bread. So I ask that you would heal her son, John Grimes, from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. I ask Jehovah Shalom, you would give peace to Susie, that you would allow any attack on her mind of fear or worry, of doubt, of thinking that this may be the end for her son, that you would command in rest and those spirits in the name of Jesus, and you would give her peace right now that surpasses all understanding. I lift up Shay, glorious daughter to you now for those headaches that, are, that she's having or the knot that's on the back of her head, and I ask God, I said, that you would cause the confusion or anything that's causing the doctors to not figure this out, God. Through any attack of the enemy, through witchcraft, voodoo, or the of spirit that you would detain and arrest right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, God. We use your miracle anointing and your healing anointing right now. And I ask for all of these names that I just called out. For Mary Trailer, John Grimes, and for Shay, God that you would allow them to bear forth fruit of your spirit through the radical relationship that they have with you through your love, your joy, your peace, your patience, your kindness, your goodness, your faithfulness, your gentleness, and your self-control. Jehovah Nisi, I call upon you right now for traveling grace and mercy, for joy and vivian. that you would cover them with your shield, God, but we know, Lord, you are a shield for us. You are our glory and the one that lifts our heads, that you will loose your angels and minister spirits to give them traveling grace and mercy, for in their hands the angels shall bear them up, lest they dash their foot against the stone. So we command that your angels be a guard and a head of protection around them on the on the highways, on the byways, that you would cover them in their in their vehicle, God, that you would cover them when they get to their destination, that you would surround them when they leave the destination and return home. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus for the traveling grace, for the protection. I send double thank you, God, because we know that you have given us the authority to tread upon the lion and the serpent and all power of the enemy and that nothing by any means shall hurt us. So we thank you right now for your grace and for the blood that speaks, God. For it is by grace that we can even come to your throne right now. It is by grace that we can even fulfill the purposes and the plans that you have for us. It is because of the blood that we have been redeemed. So we even lift up this nation to you right now, oh God. For we know that there are wars and rumors of wars. But we know, God, that it is you that appoints the kings of the nation. So we ask, God, that you would allow for any king that has not given you glory, any leader that's not given you glory, for you to allow destruction to fall upon them like you did Nebuchadnezzar, God, that you would, God, get all the glory, honor, and praise. So we ask for our president of this nation. You would give him wisdom. You would allow him to know that he has to acknowledge you as the Most High. And therefore, he shall be one who leaves peace upon the world. So ask God as we come and as we take our phones off mute, we do so knowing that we are declaring prophetically from the place
1: of victory because Thank of you, our radical Father, relationship I with you. Jesus. We know God. <laughs> That we have our being. So thank you, thank you, you from glory, for glory and goodness, your friends, your friends. We know that we know that things is impossible, and nothing is impossible with you on our side. God. So I thank you, right now, sir. So I it to and you, know be thank you, Thank you a Quincy, uh, seafood, seafood. C- uh, the movie by the director of We movie uh, by uh, the director of a movie by the director of the movie the director of the movie by the director of the movie you and we, we, you know have have we so are the movie you. the the movie by the director the We'll so uh, Thank it. right. 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 you, right. so we not right. the you, Thank for Thank you, we I the hospital? Hallelujah. The trailer and Hallelujah joy to one day my life and the power of God and the blessing of the Lord and the grace of God and the power of God and the blessing of the Lord and the grace of God and the power of God and the blessing of the Lord and Lord God, God and all His angels are. Lord God, Lord God, Lord God, Lord Lord God, Lord God, you, uh, you are like so you. to to You are Great resting. Thank you. do it. Uh, to do it. I'm going to do it. i to do it. Thank you. We thank you. We know mm-hmm.
4: you. Right? So we are you. We worship you. you. We you. 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 you.
1: you. We love you. We you. 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 We you.
3: We you. you. We you. you. Because we triumph in Christ Jesus, and I ask God, another double chance. We get in the closest prayer, but we never leave Your presence right now. The Holy Spirit, You have Your way. You have
1: Your
3: way. Yes, ten. I'm not telling you. I know that I'm going to get out of the way. I know that I'm going to die with the increase, so that Holy Spirit do increase, because the people are here to see You, God. They need a word from you, God, on this morning. So speak, Lord, her, for your servant is listening. And as I fill this prayer with the blood of Jesus, I take solace in knowing that your word never returns back to you, boy, But it accomplishes what you please and it prospers. All we got to do is ask, and it'll be given. Seek, I'm going to be shown. Sure we shall find. Knock in the door be open. so we seek it more of you, God. We're asking, God, for you to hear these prayers in the name of Jesus, and we know it is so. And, God, we let you in as we knock knocking on the throne in Zion. We know you're not a respecter of persons, and you love us. So in Jesus' name, I pray. That I close this prayer with the blood. Amen. Amen. And on you.
0: Amen. God bless everyone this is my sound check i just want to make sure that you can hear me i'm in my studio this morning and i just want to make sure that you can you can hear me okay somebody let me know if it's all right hello
2: Hello. your sound system is good
0: thank you so much Um, Thank you, every, thank you, um, Shel, for jumping in and uh, doing what you do uh, and uh, for blessing us with your smile this morning and for Christina uh, for that powerful prayer. So, you know, you guys, I, um, you know, me and my stories and going all over the place just to get across the street. This this is not, this is not one of those messages. This is, um, this is a little bit different. We've had some amazing heart shares this week about uh, not this week but this month about radical relationships and I just can y'all believe we are in the the final court? i'm like we're at the final well, can this is march twenty eighth actually it's my baby sister's birthday she's not on the call, but i'm I'm wishing her a happy birthday today to sheena um the 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 what I'm gonna give you has a lot of moving pieces and so I know that some of you are getting ready for work, getting ready for the day. If you are able, I'm going to ask you to listen. I'm going to ask you to actively listen this morning because of the moving parts um, and the history that I need to give you in order to make this make sense. Um, this this is not one of those breakfasts where you know, it's a smoothie. This, this, this right here, this right here, this is a, this is a Chris Jackson homemade chicken or pork sausage potatoes with onions and bell peppers, some grits loaded with butter and a little sugar. Yes, a little sugar, 'cause that's what the instructions on the box say. Anyway, I'm gonna leave that along. Or uh, egg scram with spinach, onions, and cheddar cheese. Some homemade biscuits loaded with butter. So light, they melt in your mouth, and you can sop them up with some honey or some syrup, and if you like, you can use some jelly. It don't matter. And for those of you who think that it will help if you use a Diet Coke, whatever, it's your world. Um, This this, this is a heavy lesson. So as we unpack the text, um, I, I want to warn you that it might mess up some of y'all's theology. Um and for those of you who don't know what I mean by theology, theology is just the study of the nature of God and religious beliefs. Um and 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 the theory that is systematically developed behind religious beliefs. So um uh anyway, if you if you uh if you I don't want you to just take my word for it. Uh, The Bible tells us to study, to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's found in 2 Timothy 2 and 15 for those that um, want So I'm going to give you lots of scriptures. Um, And so here we go. Let's go ahead and get started. My foundational text is Isaiah 45, 1 through 7. And I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Again, I want you to pay attention. This is what the Lord says to Cyrus, his anointed one, whose right hand he will empower. Before him, mighty kings will be paralyzed with fear. Their fortress gates will be opened, never to shut again. This is what the Lord says. I will go before you, Cyrus. And level the mountains. I will smash down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. And I will give you treasures hidden in the darkness, secret treasures. I will do this so you may, so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you by name. And and, and 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 why have I called you for this work? Why did I call you by name when you did not know me? It is for the sake of Jacob, my servant, Israel, my chosen one. I am the Lord. There is no other, there is no other God. I have equipped you for battle. Though you don't even know me. <laughs> So all the world from east to west will know. Ah, they will know. There is no stupid I'm sorry. The scripture is not stupid. My stupid computer is messing my mess my word up here blocking my scripture. Okay, let me let me go back. I am the Lord. There is no other god I have equipped for your battle though you don't even know me so all the world from east to west will know there is no other god i am the lord and there is no other i create the light and make the darkness i send good times and bad times i am the, the i am the lord and the one who does things these things. So that's Isaiah forty-five, one through seven, a new living translation. First, I, I just under I need you to understand this text in Isaiah is a prophecy given to him approximately two hundred years before Cyrus's birth. So Isaiah made this prophecy. Uh Cyrus's grandma on wasn't even thought of yet. And God gave this word to Isaiah. So here are some things that I need you to understand. These 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 verses are loaded with I statements from God. I don't know if you, num- you um, paid attention to how many times I said I, but listen, it says I will go. The scripture says I, and the I is God, I will smash. God was smashing on people way back then before it became popular today. I will give you hidden treasures. Secret riches, I called you. That means that God chose Cyrus. God picked him for this particular assignment. The the word says, I called you by name. (laughs) I'm the one that told your mama to name you Cyrus. I've equipped you. I create light. I create dark. I make peace, according to the, the, the King James Version says, I make peace and create evil. If you don't know, you know. In other words, I control all of this, even the bad. Yes, because if I didn't control it, it could be even worse than what the children of Israel experienced. I want you to put yourself in that position, though. Uh, God controls everything that's going on, Susie. God controls everything that's going on, Glorious. God controls everything that's going on, vet. God controls everything that's going on, Jeff. Thank you for the, the offering up those names so that we can intercede. But God is in control, and guess what? It could be worse. That's what I want you to get this morning. Somebody post that. It could have been worse. I know Didi will do it for me. It could have been worse. And then tag me in it. Listen. The third, the third thing I want you to get is, is that verses five through seven, God says, I am the Lord consecutively. Clearly, he wanted it understood who was speaking. Cyrus was not a mistake or a fluke. Cyrus, Cyrus was intentionally selected for worth and for the job, the assignment that God gave him. But who is this cat that God sends a word through a major prophet? like Isaiah, 200 years in advance. If we if we uh, fast forward to Ezra, now Ezra, the book of Ezra is only 10 chapters long. But the, a great majority of the book of Ezra is, is devoted to Cyrus and the work that he was given. I would love to read these details that I got in studying about Ezra, but I don't have the time to do that this morning. Um, so what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna paraphrase some stuff, and I'm gonna give you some more word because uh the Bible tells us to prove all things and to hold fast to that which is good, so I don't want you to think I'm on a tangent and then I don't found some new age <laughs> religion here right so so, I wanna read um uh, uh, Ezra, I'm going to read um, the, I didn't put it down here, but I'm going to read and I'm pretty sure I, it's, this is the sixth chapter. It's okay, I'll get it to you later. It says, in the fourth year that Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, was king of Judah, I received a message from the Lord concerning all the people of Judah. I'm sorry, this is uh, this is Jeremiah. Um, this was the first year that Nebuchadnezzar was king of Babylonia. I said to all the people of Judah and of Jerusalem, For 23 years, from the 13th year that Josiah, son of Ammon, was king of Judah until this very day, the Lord has spoken to me, and I have never failed to tell you what he said. But you have paid no attention. You would not listen or pay attention, even though the Lord has continued to send you his servants, the prophets. They told you to turn from your wicked way of life and from the evil thing you are doing so that you could go on living in the land that the Lord gave you and your ancestors as a permanent possession. They told you not to worship and serve other gods and not to make the Lord angry by worshiping the idols you had made. If you had obeyed the Lord, then he would not have punished you. But the Lord himself says that you refuse to listen to him. Instead, you made him angry with your idols and have brought his punishment on yourselves. So then because you would not listen to him, the Lord Almighty says, I am going to send for all the peoples from the north and for my servant, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylonia. I am going to bring to them, I am going to bring them to fight against Judah and its inhabitants. And against all the neighboring nations, I am going to destroy this nation and its neighbors and leave them in ruins forever. A terrible and shocking sight. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will silence their shouts of joy and gladness and the happy sounds of wedding feasts. They will have no oil for their lamps, and there will be no more grain. This whole land will be left in ruins and will be a shocking sight, and the neighboring nations will serve the king of Babylonia for seventy years. Somebody Say hashtag radical relationships. Now, I know this month we've been talking about the relationships that we have with one another. And we've been talking about all of the, you know, great relationships we can form with with each other. And the relationships that we establish with God, all of those things have been amazing. But a little over three weeks ago, I think, the Lord gave me this word. He woke me up and he said, read Isaiah 45. And I've been on a journey preparing since that time. As a matter of fact, I want to tell you, I've read these scriptures before, but when I read them this time, I was like, whoa, wait a minute, God. So, so let me give you, um, so that this last text that I read was absolutely, it was Jeremiah, um, the 23rd chapter. But here's how I would sum this this text up that I just read. Um it, I would just say that for twenty three three years straight, God gave Jeremiah a consistent word, and that was to warn the nation of Israel to stop sinning. Specifically that can be found in Jeremiah twenty five, um fifteen through um thirty eight. Um we're not talking about a community. We're not talking about a church. We're talking of our city. We're talking about a whole entire nation. That's like the United States of America. He went from city to city, you know, because they didn't have internet and tweeting and all of that. So he went from city to city, preaching this same message. It was not a nice message. It was a heavy message. It was a rebuke to the people from the king, our equivalent of a president, all the way down to the unhoused it didn't matter. It was everybody. The message was the same. He told them to stop doing what they were doing, to stop sinning. In other words, get out the sin business. (laughs) They would stop for a while, and then they would start all over again, but primarily because they were led into sin by wicked kings that succeeded each other, or those that so in other words, a father was the king, like King David. Uh, he he uh, and then his son Solomon inherited the kingdom. So that's what I mean by succession. But then there were also kings that took the <laughs> that took the throne by setting up a coup. You know, kind of like what Donald Trump tried to do. All right, here's a Tanya Natanya nugget. The very first king of Israel was Saul. But he blew it off Jump Street because of his disobedience. Then he had to lie to cover up the disobedience, uh, and God shut it down. You hear me? Uh, he was like, I'm done with you. And so he cut him off. And then David was anointed by God as king through Samuel. And so um, God, uh, David wasn't perfect, but he loved God. He was a worshiper. He was a man after God's own heart. And after he died, as, as I said, Solomon <clears throat> uh, took over. Um, And after Solomon, the nation went to hell hell in a handbasket because 95% of the kings were wicked. And again, they led the majority of the nation into wickedness. God maintains his radical relationships with his children because he loved them so much. He gave them what they wanted, a physical king. And so God's permissive will is what we see on display with the whole thing with the kings. But let's go back to Jeremiah. Jeremiah's prophecy is fulfilled around 597 B.C. So the the Jews are captured, and some of you know this story, but I'm going to give you context a little bit here because for those who don't. So the Jews are captured. Uh, by the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar. You you know Nebuchadnezzar, he was a he was a narcissist. But but anyway, uh he he was they were captured by um and they were exiled. So Solomon's beautiful temple and all of the riches of the children of Israel, everything of value was looted. In other words, um the Babylonians came and they looted the city. They looted the temple. They took all those precious things that God um, gave uh, the people of uh, the people the children of Israel gave them the instructions to create they didn't go to the store and buy them they made all of those beautiful things for the temple and for the palace every listen to this every imaginable thing that happens to people who are captured in war happened to the Jews everything not because God is a mean retali retaliatory um a god or et cetera but because This prophecy is being fulfilled after 23 years of warning. Don't take your phones off mute, but if you can, say 23 years. 21, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 20, 21, 23 years of warning. 23 years God put up with their sin with their willful disobedience. So the people brought judgment on themselves because of disregard and disobedience. Listen, God is not like people who lie. He is not a human who changes his mind. Whatever he promises, he does. He speaks and it is done. That's numbers uh, 23 and 19. So if God promised that he was gonna punish, he had to hold fast to that, provided that the children of Israel did not, um, uh, you know, do the right thing. It was conditional. The The curse on them was conditional. If you stop, I won't. But if you keep doing it, I'm going to do it. Here's a Tanya not Tanya nugget for you. <laughs> Let me help you understand if that's too much for you. You remember those old school days when your parents or those old school parents <clears throat> They'd send a warning before they their wrath came. They they'd say something like, "Okay, you just keep on acting like a monkey. I got something for you," or or they 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 give you that look that that said all of that that I just said and some, and 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 you in your little mind thought that that you they were slow or they forgot, but they extended mercy, trying to give you a chance to get it together.
3: Then all
0: of a sudden,
3: <laughs> the
0: wrath fell from your mama's hands or your grandma or whoever it was, and she wore your behind out. That's what I'm talking about right here, times 176 million quadrillion. God's perfect will never included his children's suffering. It was your, I mean, I mean their, it was their choice, nothing else that led to their agony. God loves us so much that he will give us the right to decide how we want to live our lives. Talk about a radical relationship. But not everybody in Israel was ratchet. There there was a remnant of folks that still acknowledged God, like Daniel. You've heard about Daniel. Daniel, we talk about Daniel often. We talk about the Daniel fast. That's the Daniel I'm talking about. And the three Hebrew boys, you've heard about them. Though everyone was in captivity for 70 years, according to the prophecy, not all of them suffered as violently and, and, and as, as the disobedient ones. God will protect his people even when all hell is breaking loose, even when we're going through what we're going through right now, the pandemic and prices shooting up and all of that stuff. God will protect his children. Um, so here's the thing. God anoints Cyrus based on Isaiah's prophecy. He anoints him with wealth, with riches, with power, and strategies to capture Babylon that was still under the reign of Nebuchadnezzar. He did that so that he could free his people. Here's the irony. Remember in the scripture earlier when I was reading about Jeremiah, the prophecy that Jeremiah gave? God literally calls. I'm, his name is so long. I'm just gonna call him Nebi. Is that okay? God literally calls Nebi his servant in Jeremiah 25:9. Nebi is also a heathen. He 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 doesn't he doesn't believe in God. He believes in himself as God. Remember, he's the one that built a 90 foot statue. And told everybody that three times a day they had to bow down and pray to this statue. And Daniel, he he refused to do it because God is his God. And Daniel got thrown in the lion's den. You remember that? That's the same king, Nebuchadnezzar. God uses Nebuchadnezzar to enslave the Jews. Then 70 years later, God punishes Nebuchadnezzar for doing what God said to enslave the Israelites. Talk about an oxymoron. But Tanya, what's the point? The point is, is that nobody can get away with hurting, harming, or tricking God's people. For the Bible says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And that's found in Deuteron- Deuteronomy 3235. Hashtag radical relationship. Neppy and Cyrus. Are only a couple of examples of radical relationships that God established to accomplish His will. Here's a Tanya Natanya not nugget: God controls it all—the good, the incredible, the awesome, the amazing stuff, as well as what we perceive as the bad, the ugly, all of it. There is a plan at play. Nothing ever
1: just happen?
0: I know that's hard for us to digest because in our little feeble mind, we, we, we think, but why would you allow me to suffer this loss, God? Why would you allow my child to be sick? Why would you allow me to lose this thing and that thing? Why would you allow it? I don't have those answers other than to say that We need to get to the point that we trust God and we trust that he knows what he's doing because it is written of us, right? We are written, our lives are written out in his book and every, the book that he has on us,
1: yes, yes,
0: yes. Um, However, he captures it. None of this that we are going through goes, catches him by surprise. I'm not gonna apologize. I'm gonna be a little lengthy this morning. Y'all haven't heard from me in a while, but it's important for you to get all of this because of where we are in this time and space. So here, let me continue. Even, uh, so I was talking about, I was giving you a Tanya, not Tanya nugget. I, I Let me go back over it. God is in control of it all, the good, the incredible, the awesome, the amazing, as well as what we perceive as the bad, the ugly, all of it. There is a plan at play. Nothing ever just happens. Even our purposeful, intentional wickedness has has an outcome that God is fully aware of. Some of the outcomes are his perfect will and others are his permissive will based on decisions and choices that we make. Yes? Choices and decisions that we make. Somebody say radical relationship. But why would God use pagans? Uncircumcised kings that weren't even Jews. Well, he gave us a clue in the scripture earlier in Isaiah. But let me put a spin on it. Is that okay? In my sanctified imagination, God used Cyrus and many other unbelievers to accomplish his will. What? Yes. Yes, he does. Why not good, God-fearing people? Well, perhaps because they were too busy being willfully disobedient, whoring around and worshiping other gods, not whoring around like with other men and women, although they probably did some of that, too. I'm sure they did some of that, too. But I'm talking about whoring around with other gods, idols that they made. They made the idols and then they turned around and worshiped them and gave them all this credit for stuff. Gods that that and whatnot, refusing to follow the commands of God. Though the Father warned them time and time again. You know it's bad when God, you know it's something else when God uses some sinners to rescue his saints. I'm just shaking my head at that. Or, or is it? Why not have your enemy rescue you? Say la. Why not have your enemy pay your debt off? Why not have your coworker recommend you for a promotion? I'm just trying to make it relevant to today. Why not have your baby daddy come to his senses and offer you all the back child support that he owes you and put a down payment on your house? Why not, girl? You better get them coins. <laughs> okay, let me let me let me write it back. Did I really just say that? Yeah, I did. Let me let me give you the remix. I'm tired of people blaming my dad their disobedience. I'm tired of people blaming God for all of the negative things that happen in our lives. Let me give you some scenarios, not you, but people you know. They run up all these credit cards when the Holy Spirit warns them not to spend that money, not to make that purpose, not to make that purchase, and now they become a slave to debt. That's the scripture. I ain't making that up. Somebody that you know answers a booty call in the middle of the night or in a wee or early hours of the morning, and now they got a set of triplets that they can't afford and the daddy won't even acknowledge. Not you, people we know. Not you, but people we know keep on eating McDonald's, Krispy Kreme's, wing stop, chasing it with a Diet Coke, and the doctor already told them that they one chicken wing away from a stroke. Ma'am, have a seat. Some people that we know. Talk about all this church hurt that they have because nobody will support them by going to court with them and their kids because they raised, not their kids, they hellions. They raised hellions. They wouldn't listen to nobody. They didn't want anybody to help them, discipline them, and now their kids hit them upside the head or cuss them out, and they in and out of jail, and, and now they claim they got church hurt because they don't have the support of the church. Girl, bye. Even in that, though, God's still loves us, and he stands ready with open arms, wide open, waiting, just waiting in anticipation to help not you, but the people that you know that I kind of made examples of because we're not doing all of that kind of stuff. Somebody say, hashtag um, radical relationships. I'm going to get ready to wind it up. But I, but I want I just got to tell you this part um, here because um, there was a re- reverse expectation on the, the individuals, the officials that reported to um, the king that the Jews were, you know, they, they'd been released. Cyrus, he won the battle. He, re- free, he freed the Jews. Not only did he free the Jews, but he let them go back to, um, to Israel. He told them to go back. He gave them the funds to rebuild the temple and all of everything that they needed. <clears throat> and he commanded them to do the work. And I won't read it because this is long, but long story short, um, some haters came along and said, hey, why y'all building that temple? Y'all don't have no business building that temple. Y'all are wicked. We're going to tell the king on you. And by this time, they have a new king. His name is Darius. And so they write a letter to Darius and they tattletale, they snitch, they snitch about what the Jews are doing. Anyway, the work gets shut down. Uh, and several years later, maybe several decades later, um, the Jews made a decision, we're going to obey what the prophets told us to do, and they begin to rebuild the temple. And as they do so, these some more tattletales came along, come on, y'all got to stop. And they said, we ain't stopping because God told us to build this temple, and we're going to do what God told us to do. We don't have to listen to you. And so these tattletales, these snitches, these snitches, <laughs> these snitches, they write a letter to King Darius. King Darius, they say, you know, you should check the chronicles so we could prove that what we're saying is right. And so King Darius, he does his research, except he goes to an, another area where there is more research, where there is more documentation. I hope you're following me. I'm still trying to give you context. We can break it down to during love, life, and victory. But they give him – um so the, so the king does his research, and what he finds is this. That Cyrus, in fact, did order them to build a temple, um, so on and so forth, and he gave them the funds to do it. So here's the thing this is the point that I want to make. So he Darius writes back to the snitches and he says, Listen, don't bother me with this nonsense no more. Cyrus not only gave commands for them to rebuild the temple, he gave them he he gave them the money to do it. So this is what I'm gonna need you to do. You know, you heard that saying that says snitches get stitches. Well, all of them don't hurt. These kind of stitches hurt physically. These kind of stitches, so they hurt it. Because Darius told them, not only can they continue to build the temple, y'all going to pay for it. You're going to get money out of the taxes that you collect, and you're going to pay for it. And not only are you going to pay for it, but you're going to help them build it. You're going to roll up your sleeves, and you're going to go down there, and you're going to use your people. And you going to help them build that temple. Do you hear what I'm saying? And don't bother me with this nonsense no more. That's in essence what uh, Darius said in Ezra 6, 6 through 11. You can read it for yourself, but time, I don't have time to. So here's what I want to say. When I said that I, I might mess your theology up, what I meant is this. there 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 are people who believe they cannot accept help from believers. Ma'am, sir. There are people who believe not you, people who that you know they might believe this stuff. People there are people who believe that God does not use atheists and agnostics agnostics to accomplish his will. Ma'am, sir. There are people who believe that only the unsaved are anointed. Ma'am, sir, have a seat, open the book, and read on. There are people who want to confine God to do things to answer prayers the way that they want the prayers answered. So they put God in this box and they set these limitations around on the box and they tape it up with duct tape. Then they put it in a trunk. You remember your grandma's old trunk or your great grandma's old trunk. Then they lock the box up with God in it in the trunk and throw the key away and expect God to perform a miracle and deliver them the way that, they want to be delivered the way that they want to get the the, the miracle <laughs> really and then they wonder why their prayers not being an answered not you people that you know did I did I just say that out loud yep I did they wonder why their prayers are not being answered because they decided how they want the prayers to be answered here's a question that some of you might be asking though what, and I'm getting ready to close on this. It's too much. What's the point of salvation if God can still anoint me if I'm not saved or spirit filled? That's an excellent question. Here's the answer: Just because God used Cyrus, Nebi, Darius, Pharaoh, your neighbor, your banker, or a perfect stranger to help you get what God has for you doesn't mean these people have a kingdom hookup. If they are not, they are not card-carrying kingdom members that earn reward points. They are still hellbound bound if they do not accept Jesus Christ as their personal savior. So I just want you guys to understand this. God has radical relationships, not just with us who love him. He also has radical relationships with unbelievers, people who don't even acknowledge him, but it's for a reason. It's to accomplish his will. I'm going to stop there I might have to find a church to preach this at because this is a lot. Um, and I, I apologize for um, I forgot to put in my notes where a couple of the scriptures were, but it's okay. I'll, I'll, if you really want to know, I'll, I'll give you the information. So what we're going to do now is we're going to trans transition to love, life, and victory. Uh, but before we do that, I want to open the call up to people um, who are, this is your first time calling in um you're a visitor you're a guest not a visitor you're a guest because we are hoping that you'll come back again and i want to open the call up to you if you'd like to say good morning if you didn't get a chance to when we first um uh started the call at six this morning it's our custom to allow our our um, visitors to say good morning so if you are a first time caller you've never spoken before or you've been calling for a while and you've never said good morning to us and you'd like to I'm going to allow you to do the, do so at this time, and that's for the first-time callers. The floor is open. All right, if there are no first-time callers, I'm going to open it up to the men first, if you'd like to say good morning. I'm going to open it up to you. And after the men, I'm going to open it up to anybody else who'd like to say good morning, but let's give our brothers an opportunity first. Men, go ahead if you'd like to say good morning.
1: Hey, y'all, 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 y'all. All you all you all alright
3: brother.
0: <laughs> good morning, Eric. Yo, yo. And I didn't, who was that, uh, was that brother Al?
3: No, it's Cedric.
0: Good morning, oh, family.
3: Cedric, good morning. Good morning. Any other brothers want to say good morning?
0: All right, ladies, it's all yours. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning.
4: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I, think,
0: good morning. I think I heard Kenya. I think I heard Persistent, and I'm not sure who else that was. Mary. Good
4: morning, Tanya.
1: Mary, good morning, Good morning. Mary. It's B. Good morning, Kenya. Hey, babe,
0: how you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm good. Good morning,
3: this is
0: Hey, mama.
1: Hey,
4: babe. Hey, oh, hi, good morning, this is Moxie.
0: Hey, Moxie, good morning.
4: Hey, good morning, it's Jubilant.
0: Good morning, Juju. Good morning. Good
1: morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> good morning it's Tatsy.
4: Good morning. good morning, did this you is... say Stephanie? No, Patsy. Oh,
0: Patsy,
1: hey, Patsy, good morning. Good morning. Oh, good morning, this is Sylvia. Good morning, Sylvia. Good morning, Thank this you.
4: is Monica. Hey, Monica. How good morning, Tanya. <laughs>
0: Good morning to my beautiful Raven. And who else was that?
4: This is now Persistent. Good morning, Tanya. Oh,
0: Persistent. (laughs) Good morning. Good morning.
4: Good morning. This is Swanita.
0: Good morning, Swanita.
3: Good morning, Miss B.
0: Miss B, good morning, all the way from Texas.
1: Good morning, Kiki.
0: Is that my city?
1: It's Oh, hi
3: Tasha. Hi, hi, baby. TT loves you. <laughs>
1: Good
4: morning, Lavina. Good
0: morning. Good morning, sis. How you doing?
2: Good morning, Tanya. The disclaimer is for Shell. Hey,
1: <laughs> good morning.
2: <laughs> good. good morning, Tanya.
0: It's Diane. Hey, Diane. Great decoration. Thank you. Thank you. Good
1: morning, oh, good morning
3: Tanya. Hey, me, Mary.
0: Hey, me, Mary. And who else was that?
3: Natasha, good morning.
0: Hey, Tasha. All right. Y'all in the house this morning. Well, that was a lot. (laughs) That was a lot. Um, Before I start the dialogue, does anybody have any questions or need any clarity? Did anybody have uh, a God moment where you, um, um, you realize that somebody that you know is in the in a in a similar situation to some of the examples that I gave. Or maybe it's you, you know. Um any any anything along those lines.
1: Hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Hey this was um, this was like a steak and then like a shot of whiskey. Like, ooh, okay. It was good, though, because like two things you said was nothing ever just happened, and there's a plan at play, and God is in control with the good, the bad, and the ugly. So for, for me, the way I, I looked at that as when things happen, they don't just ever happen. There's a reason for it happening even if it's something we can't comprehend in our finite mind. When we truly understand that it's all for his divine plan and purpose, what can what what can we do? Right? And I will say this when I and I'll let I'll speak. Your teaching um today took me back to when um I, I I came across a text that really puzzled me in in second chronicles eighteen where, where God didn't like a certain king and so he had a whole meeting in heaven talking about how we going to get him out of here. And a spirit came forward and said, I'll put a lion's spirit on all his prophets. That'll bring his divine. And so I was like, wait, wait, God allows stuff like this? You know what I'm saying? But God allows everything. I and mean, when we really understand that he
3: allows everything, even if the end result is that it doesn't work out the way we wanted it to, we know it's all going to work out for his good. So...
0: That's I'm gonna just go meditate on, on what's on the gave today. Thank you. I I I appreciate that. I appreciate that comment. I gotta tell you, this was heavy for me. Um because well it just was and, and I, I'm I'm so glad that I was able to go ahead and deliver it because it's been on me for like I said, ever since he gave me this word. Um I guess maybe mid-January, I think it was, um, I woke up out of my sleep and God said, read Jeremiah, um, excuse me, Isaiah 45. And, and, and after reading it, I then started to do research to find out more about Cyrus and Cyrus, his name, he wasn't an evil King. So he's the King of, he was the first King of Persia and he, he was not an evil King. Like he was the, he was, He was different from most of the other kings, but he was highly respected um, within the kingdom. And um, so he would do things like, so it was common in war for um, the captor to kill everybody. Like, we've seen that in in the scriptures. But very often what Cyrus would do was he would make alliances with some of them. Some of them he did kill, but some of them he made alliances with, and he was a mild-mannered Fair he was a just king, <laughs> unlike many of the wicked Israel like uh a Jewish king who were not um he was completely opposite, and so he was he was a good tool for God to use, but at the same token, God uses Nebuchadnezzar, who was completely full of himself he did mm-hmm. not neither one of them acknowledged God, but like the when you look at the spectrums, you have Nebuchadnezzar, who is one extreme and and Cyrus who is another. Um, you, you could also—I didn't research Darius, but King Darius. You could also take a look at him too. Who these people were in play because of the Jews. He empowered these people in into number one to allow punishment first, but then to allow deliverance because he was never—it was never God's intention for them to stay in punishment. He told them it was going to be seventy years that they were punished. Even though God knew all along they were still going to turn right back around and do some of the, they, the Jews, do some of the same wicked stuff that they were doing. Talk about a radical relationship. Somebody was about to speak? I think that's
3: my name. This is Christina, by the way. Thank you. Great declaration.
0: Thank you, Christina. Anybody else?
4: Hi, this is um uh, persistent Priscilla again um i people you know in, in getting to know god and and just reading um and I know we all like to put like you say God in a box, and you know he's gonna do this and he's going to do that, but my takeaway from my readings during this period of time that I've been going through. My response: What I've come out and just say to people, I don't know what God's going to do. I have no idea. So when you gave me this, and and and, and I'm different. I'm a little different in my thinking. I think um, it actually gave me um, relief. Um, it actually, because I don't have the responsibility or the knowledge to know that what God's going to do. I just honor and give him reverence. And I know that what I'm supposed to do because of of the word of God. And it releases me from so much of trying to figure out what God's going to do. I just honor him for being God and God in my life. Um, And I hope that makes sense because um, people kept saying to me, oh, God's going to do this. He's going to do that. He's going to get this. And, and yes, I really wanted that. Absolutely, I did. But at the same time, after getting to know him, and the little bit that I know him, and and on my way to getting to know him better, the one resolve I had was that <laughs> I'm confused about what you what uh, folks say in absolute that you know what God's going to do, and I've resolved to the place of saying. I have no idea what's going God, to God's going to do, but I know he's God and I know he can do whatever he wants to do. But I don't know exactly what he's going to do in this situation. That's that's just been me lately. So when you finished this in my simple mind and my simple understanding for now, I heard him say that, remind me of me saying that to myself. Um and saying it maybe I think I said it to my pastor um who mentioned something to me and that was my response to him but that was it anyway i just wanted to say that that's, that was my takeaway immediate without the study without going in that was my immediate takeaway from your declaration but um for me it it gave me resolve and peace that's all i can say great revel- i mean revelation and declaration <laughs> Thank you, persistent.
0: And really, that's that all, that's all that needs to be said. If you can get that. So, so this was a lot to say. This was a lot of information to give you to get to a couple of just a few key points that if you take these points away, the liberty and the freedom that you will experience. Um, will be mind-blowing. I needed to paint the picture of how God uses whomever he wants to so that we can understand some of our blessings are coming through people that do not acknowledge God. And it is okay for you to accept those things. Here's the caveat. If the Holy Spirit tells you not to, then don't. But it's clearly, you can see that God is setting things up and that God is in this. You see that things are materializing, your prayers are being answered, and he's using somebody who's, it's okay. That's what I need you to understand. Uh, let Let me make it a little bit more plain. You go to the doctor because you are, you're having some challenges, major challenges, um, and um, you love God, you believe God, you know, but you don't know what's mm-hmm. going on, and you're led to go to the doctor. You don't know nothing about that doctor's salvation. You don't know if he's Hindu or she's a, a Scientologist or a whatever, but you're going to them. Because most of us, our criteria is not that our doctor or our dentist or our ophthalmologist or whoever it is, most of us, our criteria is not that they save and they tongue talkers. Come on now. Or you go to the banker because you need this mortgage loan. <laughs> you don't, you don't, because we don't talk most of the time. We don't talk about now, are you saved? Because that's going to determine whether I'm going to put my money in this bank or that's going to determine whether I work at this job. Most of us don't. That's generally not a criteria, and I'm not saying it has to be. But from a practical standpoint, if, if somebody hires you, God used them to hire you. If 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 um, the doctor is able to help you, give you what you need, prescribe the medication, God used him. God gave him or her the, the knowledge so that they could immediately, or maybe it took a few weeks, identify what was going on and prescribe what is necessary for you, whether it's surgery or oral medication, it don't matter. You understand the point that I'm making? So sometimes we over-spiritualize. I don't know who I'm talking to, but somebody, there's a point. that God wants you to get this point. We we, we cut ourselves off from the things that we desire based upon how we believe they're going to happen. Who, listen, why don't you just make the miracle happen then? You don't need God. You don't need. He doesn't need our little infinite. Is it infinite? Infinite? Finite? It's finite. Infinite. It's not. We're infinite, right? That's the word. Plans. You can't see the future. You don't know what he's. What's going to happen if he goes that route? That's regular. God is not regular. He's omnipotent,
1: omnipresent, omniscient. He can do anything he wants, except, there's an except?
0: Yes, there's an except. God does not come down from heaven and work things out for us. God uses people to accomplish his will. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, Tim. Can you
1: hear me?
2: it sounds like um um i'm thinking about in deuteronomy when he talks about the secret thing. i always think about that when things come on us and you made good points like we're facing sicknesses and you it's like god why would you allow these things to happen but it's he it's for him to know and for us not to know because if we if we did know could you imagine how I mean, it, it would just be so much more mental stuff, I think, going on if we knew what was going to be tomorrow. Or that's why you got to be careful dealing with psychics and people that think they know, because only God knows. He knows everything, and we don't know, so we have to just trust Him for everything, even when it doesn't feel good. Don't look like things are going to turn out for our good. We got to trust Him, to be God. So I thank you um, for this morning share was so necessary.
0: Thank thank you, Dee Dee. Um, Another point that I don't want that I wanted to make is that we put so much um so persistent alluded to it, but we put so much undue pressure on ourselves through worry, anxiety, depression, oppression, so on and so forth, because we take ownership of fixing or fixing the problem or deciding how it's going to come out. And and I'm saying what a couple of people have already said, but I want to say it differently in hopes that you'll get it, because this is the one of the points that I need you to, I, I'm hoping that you'll understand. And that is all this worry, all this pressure that we put on ourselves, it's self-inflicted. All these, a lot of the medications that we're taking because of the worry, the nervous eating, the excessive weight gain. We are we are consumed with fear and worry and doubt about outcomes that we don't control, but that are controllable. There's a thing called, there's this term that got, it, there's controlled confusion.
1: It's confusing. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's controlled confusion. It's yeah, it's confusing, but God is in control of it. There is controlled pain. Yeah, it hurt like hell. You hear me? I yes, I said it. Hell, I made it. It's a one syllable word. I made it too. It it hurt like the I don't know what. But the pain is controlled. In that God will not allow it to get past this level, right? So when we Take the pressure off of ourselves; it liberates us. I don't, God, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do. I'm just going to trust you. Or talent people like Priscilla said, coming up. God is going to do this. God, stop, stop. I'm in a really vulnerable place right now. I don't know that God is going to do it that way. I appreciate you. You, I, I need your prayer, but I don't know if He's going to do it that way. I just know He's going to do it away when He decides to do it. My job is to just believe him. You'll help that person. Because people say those things just because, you know, it's a religious thing to do. They don't mean no harm at all. I've I've done it. but I made a decision, I'm going to stop doing that. Because I don't know. Unless God has given me a prophetic word for that person, I don't have the right to tell them why God did something or how he's going to bring them through or how he's going to bring them out. That makes me God. Now it's my responsibility to make sure that thing happens. Does that make sense to you guys? Yes. All right. Anybody else have a question or statement? Good morning. Mm -hmm. Good morning. Good morning, morning, Miss Tanya. This is Tony. Hey, Tony. Thank God for the word of God. I can agree with you on this morning with the – with the declaration because it was my Sunday school lesson on last Sunday. It was freedom to worship with Darius and uh, Cyrus. I'm like, oh my God, it's a Sunday school lesson. So I thank God for the word on this morning. If we study the word of God, we cannot go wrong because it's, it's our GPS. But what I saw in the Sunday school lesson was two people here. It was two men, Darius and Cyrus. And Cyrus had a decree to build the temple, but he dropped the ball. He had some distractions in the way. But when Darius came along and got his decree, and it was much more, I said he got the blueprint. He was an intelligent man and he knew more. And he came along and he did not take away from Cyrus, but he also added to it. So I thank God on this morning that sometimes in the church when people start something, they don't finish it. But when someone else comes along and finish that project, you get upset with that person because God has instructed them or they had more than what you have. And so I looked at it. I said, well, that's what we need to do to stop this. You know, in our lives, we have distractions, but we have to pick up the mantle and get the instructions from the Lord and have the spirit of discernment and know that is God giving you the instructions and to rebuild. But what came to mind was the scripture of uh, uh, Acts, second chapter, when we all get together. What a time when we all get on one accord and all like-minded people. We can also rebuild and do what God asks us to do in the temple. Amen. That's it. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a witness to d- doing something behind somebody else, and you talk about creating some enemies, and all I was doing was doing my job, picking up where they left off.
4: And I yeah. was like, y'all
0: was here. Why didn't y'all do it? <laughs> now you want to criticize what I'm doing. Tell you what, I'm not mad. I'm going to stop. I've, I've 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 cleaned the place out. Uh, it's nice and neat. I've ordered some things. I have put some things in place. I'm gonna hand it off to you. Oh no, we want to work with you. Oh no, sweetie, that's okay. You go ahead. God bless you. <laughs> Anybody else? I want to two two other points I want to make. I'm not gonna uh I'm not gonna keep um, asking because this was a lot and some of y'all need to process. I, you know how those we get these attacks, these things that happen to us. And, and we think, you know, sometimes it's the devil. Stop giving all the credit to the devil. Everything at the devil. He got some action, but it ain't as much action as we, we give him credit for. Okay. All right. He for real. He could do some things. He can, he can cause. I need somebody to mute your phone if you're not going to speak. He could cause some things to happen, but we give him way too much control. Let me, let me tell you this. As I was, as I was preparing, um, I had this thought, controlled attacks. Now that, that'll preach controlled attack. What do you mean? Yeah, you under attack. It's a lot going on. Seem like you can't seem your way. But that that you're experiencing is controlled because it could be much worse. Oh, yeah. Think about that thing that you're going through right now. It could be far worse. You could be homeless and going through that thing. And maybe you are homeless. You could be homeless and have cancer and going through that thing. Like, it's so many different things. It could be worse. But thank God for controlled attacks. Here's the other thing that blew me away. The Bible actually said this. I'm going to find the text. God called Cyrus his anointed one. Not only did he call Cyrus his anointed one, he called Nebuchadnezzar his anointed one. These are people. They don't have nothing to do with God, and they was anointed. Mm-hmm. It just means they were empowered to perform a particular assignment that God gave them. So there are people that are not saved, that are anointed to do some stuff. I don't mean to be political. I believe Donald Trump was anointed to cause the distraction and the chaos that he did to set us up for where we need to go so that prophecy can be fulfilled. We are living in the end time. We are living in the last days. I need y'all to wake up and pay attention. We can't keep living and doing and thinking and behaving like we used to. We need to be woke. We don't want to be like the 10 foolish virgins who just showed up and they weren't prepared. <laughs> we need to be like the five, wise versions who had excess i'm talking about some cash i'm talking about some non-perishables i'm talking about what i'm talking about there are rumors of wars but there are also wars don't you think that war can't hit the united states don't you think it for one minute we don't know what's going to happen and so it's important for us to be prayerful, not fearful. Because again, God is even in control of the Ukraine situation. Yes, it seems unfair and it seems unjust. I don't have answers for that. I just know and believe that God is in control. And I believe that um, and again, I'm not trying to make this a political statement, I'm just trying to make it relevant for us today. I believe that, um, Part of the, I believe that there are believers in, in the Ukraine who are praying and asking God for direction, and God is giving them strategy. They've not been overrun. They've not been overtaken. Um, and so, so God's people are everywhere. But I want to warn us to be careful and to be watchful. And to get into this word and read it and know it for yourself. If there's nobody else, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys some time back. I have a really, really busy morning. um, And I don't want to um, belabor the time. I'll open it up if there's – yes, go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I just
5: wanted to say one of the things that stood out to me is I, I love how you always remind us that faith without works is dead and that God will not do for us the things that we must do for ourselves, that he's not coming down from heaven, and he works for his people because we are God's hands and feet. And so for me, very early on in my process, I realized that um, I was the problem, and I was the thing that was standing in the way of um, me and uh, what God had for me. And so I had to learn through this process to give myself some grace as I strive to, um, get that plank out of my eye and address my character issues and learn how to walk in the purpose that God has for me. And so as always, I'm grateful for Declare Victory and the people on this line because it has helped me to learn how to lean into scripture and to lean on God's promises. And um, it's been the only thing that's helped me to maintain my sanity as I learn how to not get caught up in what I see in the natural, but to know that the spirit is real um and God plan is what God's plan is. And to be able to rest in that peace, um is a great comfort. So thank you for your, your declaration today and, and all you do to serve this wonderful ministry. I love you.
0: I love you more, Tash. I love you more. Um Yeah, um. Mm. I I wanna say this. Um so some of you all know that my 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 youngest son had several major health complications, and during the very first one, uh, I, I, I was so caught off guard. But God gave me this peace that was just it was unexplainable. Like it real, I really understand peace that surpasses all understanding. And so the thing was that I had so much peace. This is hilarious. I had so much peace that I started to feel guilty that I'm not worried. <laughs> now, of course I was concerned, that's different. But it's like God would not allow me to worry. It's like he put me in this bubble and sometimes it got really overwhelming. I still trusted God, but I'm I'm a mama, right? And that's my youngest son. And you know, he was he was adult, he was a young adult, but still that's my youngest child. And the doctors could not figure out what was wrong with him. I mean, he went from healthy to he can't even turn himself over in bed. He can't walk. I had to push him in a wheelchair to, just to get him to his appointments and all these other things, right? And so I felt I felt guilt. I felt I tried. Listen, I tried to worry. I tried to be worried. It didn't fit. I, could, I It didn't fit. And I was like, what is wrong with me? there's not there was nothing wrong with me I, god gave me peace before i could even really ask him for it i remember i was driving across the Bray bridge rushing to the hospital cuz he had been um taken he'd been rushed to emergency and I, um i, I just I just overwhelmed enveloped me with peace from the time i, I was in that car crossing the Carquinas bridge until god brought him through that um, illness, and he had stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma, stage four it was all over his body, his lymph nodes, his um, kidney, um, his spleen it was all over right and so what what are you saying that for? My point is that
1: as kingdom
0: minded as kingdom citizens. We live our lives differently from people that are not. Those are foreigners. And so their practices are foreign to the kingdom. Kingdom Kingdom-minded people cast their cares on God because they know he cares for them and because he, he has shoulders broad enough to handle them. And he covers us. And he allows us to go through the situation knowing he's in control of the outcome, thus the peace that we have. To everybody else, it looks like we don't, we're not concerned. It looks like we don't care. It looks like we are being arrogant or cocky or all those other things, and that's not it at all. I'll give you another one. Carl died all of a sudden. We are believers who love God. We we experienced many losses uh, the last eight years of our marriage, one loss after another. Oh, it's making sense to me today, but then it hurt.
3: I could not, under,
0: are we being punished, God? What did we do? we work working full time in ministry. We are going above and beyond. How is this happening to us and then? The icing on the cake, if you want to call it that is called dying,
1: collapsing. What the peace. It hurt like hell. What the peace, you guys. The
0: peace that God I cannot. It blows me away. The peace that I have today. The transformed person that I have become today is incredible. Did it hurt? Yes. Do I still have some sad days? Sometimes. For the most part, I'm good. For the most part, I can think about Carl and just crack up laughing or think about something fond, right, a fond memory of him. The the memories don't sting as much. I still have to be careful. But they don't, I can go to a whole funeral and sing now. God is amazing. If we will give him our stuff, if we will stop trying to tell him how to help us, sweetheart, you really don't know what's best. Really don't. Let him do what he does. Let him be God. That's all I have for you guys. I love you. Um, I appreciate you uh, listening. I pray that you will take what I gave today and you will ponder it in your heart. I know this word was specific. Tosh, if you lose it, let me tell you something. It's not big enough. You got something bigger and better. That's all I got. All I got I love you guys um, join marriage matters here this evening I think they said it was at 6 30 if you are a married person or a married hopeful uh, if not join us back here tomorrow Tuesday as we get ready to wind up radical relationships um, if you've uh, if you uh, this was your first time this was a lot for you I hope you'll come back we'd love to have you we'd love to um, uh, see you be a part of declare victory that's all I got you guys have a great day Marriage,
5: marriage is canceled for tonight.
0: Oh, thank you, Eric. Thank you. No problem. And, yeah, I mean, y'all could do something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't let you in without saying that. I feel you this morning. Because mm. I'm, I'm I'm where you at with this journey that my daughter and I are going through. Yeah. God has given me such peace. It's almost scary.
1: Mm. We serve an awesome God, and even when it hurts, we yeah.
0: carry you, but we yeah. have to allow him to do that. Each of us yeah. that have confessed Jesus Christ have the Holy Spirit within us, but we have to listen to the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to work through us. We are yeah. God's hands and feet. Bless you. Thank you this morning. That was awesome. Thank you, Miss I, I just want to, I know you probably know this already, but do you remember that pull just a little less than a year ago that you had to move to Texas and your yes. husband agreed? Yes, he, ma'am. He, he was, I said, why do you want to go? <laughs> yeah, he, that's what I said. said. Listen, Barbara, God. listen, he was setting it up. Yes, yes, he You could he be there with your baby. Yes, he was. He definitely was. My God. Was. Y'all, if we would take some time. Hindsight is 20, 20 If we would take some time to look at our situations, not to lament over them, but just just look at them and allow the Holy Spirit to remind us of strategic points, strategic victories that we've had through our process, it'll encourage our hearts and we'll be able to encourage others. All right. I'm going to go. Y'all got some time back. Have a great day. Bye
1: bye. Have a great day. Amen. in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven been supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to